And now Writers Radio Theater presents three sagebrush sirens of the silver screen, every coyote's dream dates. Bridget Bardo, oh, oh, oh. Marilyn Monroe, oh, oh. Adrian Barbo, oh, oh. Riders Radio Theaters on the air. Hey, radio. It's the Riders on the radio. Come on, party, saddle up and go. Get ready for the cowboy show. Little day, little We've been working since the break of day. We've been doing it the cowboy way. Now it's time to play. We're going to ride and roll. Wrangle a tune, we're gonna hoot and holler and howl at the moon. Yes, saddle pals, it's time to saddle up and ride their ways once again with America's favorite cowboys, riders in the sky. To Slim, the man of many hats, with a Paul, the king of the cowboy fiddlers, and Ranger Doug, the idol of American youth. This is Texas Big Spender inviting you to join Riders in the Sky for a thrilling program of high yodeling adventure. We're gonna ride and rope and wrangle a tune. We're gonna hoot and holler and holler at the moon. Yodeling you, every buckaroo and buckaroo. There's a place around the fire for you with Riders in the Sky. So come on and let's ride. And now, with the 2,713th performance of their career, here are Riders in the Sky! Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, buckaroos and buckarettes, Riders in the Sky, America's favorite cowboys, bringing you the best in Western music, live and direct from the beautiful Emory Theater. Let me take a moment to introduce Riders in the Sky to you after first thanking Texas Bix, the voice that sold a million baby chicks over border radio years ago. Over here to my left and your right as you gaze into your radio dial, the man with one of the loudest coats in radio, the man we call Too Slim. I'm Ranger Doug, idol of American youth. Woody Paul remains the king of the cowboy fiddlers. And of course, our orchestra is directed tonight in the capable and talented flashing fingers of Joey the Cow Polka King. We begin with the Texas polka. One, two, three, four. There's a new kind of dance that's going round our way. Started out in Texas in a small cafe. Folks all love to hear them play. Texas polka. Before you're admitted to the dancing floor, the sheriff looks you over when you reach the door. Makes you part your 44. Texas polka, every Tom, Dick, Mary, and Alice are going out and meeting their date to do the dance that started in Dallas and wound up sweeping the 48 states. A new kind of melody that's mighty sweet, really very simple when you get the beat. All you do is stomp your feet. Texas polka.
that started in Dallas and wound up sweeping the 48 states. A new kind of melody that's mighty sweet, really very simple when you get the beat. All you do is stomp your feet, Texas polka. Neighbors, music may soothe the savage beast, but advertising puts the taters on his plate. Here's a commercial message of hope for frantic pet lovers. Friends, look up. It's raining cats and dogs. I mean that literally. It's a regular downpour of household pets out there. This flood of unwanted pet procreation, this deluge of doggies, this cataclysm of kitty cats is bankrupting decent families like yours. How can this happen, you ask? Well, I'll tell you how. Most pets refuse to take the time to use acceptable contraception. They act like dogs and cats in heat, and who can blame them? That's what they are. But now you can do something about it before that next unwanted litter eats you out of house and home. Announcing the Mammoth Yodel Fix Spay and Neuter Service. Yes, the Yodel Fix Spay and Neuter Service diffuses rovers and tabbies reproductive urges with no surgery, no pain, no stratospheric vet bills. Here's how it works. You simply bring your hot-blooded varmint to a Yodel Fix Center. Once there, after a caring five-minute counseling session, a registered Yodel Fix therapist in a big white hat goes to work. <laughs> Folks, there's not a pet on the planet that cares about hanky-panky after sitting through that. These Yoda Fix techniques were developed by cowboy yogis and tested at an underfunded junior college near a large town. Statistics prove Yoda Fix pets stay single the way you want them. And by the way, so do the therapists, yodeling their way to abstinence by driving off possible partners thanks to that ear-splitting racket. I thought you said you were a doctor. <laughs> How much does it cost to Yoda Fix your family friends? How much does it cost if you don't? Mammoth Yodel Fix Pay and Neuter Service, only $9.99 per pet. Think of it. You get peace of mind and change for a couple of fivers. Neighbors, call 1-900-FIX-PETS for a Yodel Spay and Neuter Center near you. Remember, if your dog or cat is up to some tricks, even if it ain't broke, it can still be fixed. <laughs> Riders Radio Theater sends a great big western howdy to our station of the week, WBXC in Chillicothe, Ohio. And now here's the king of the cowboy fiddlers with a little of Cliffhanger Waltz, Chapter 5. back and now it's time for the popular feature sagebrush sports celebrity on parade thank you texas vicks bender yes sagebrush sports celebrity on parade the part of our show where we get to know the private side of a sports superstar 
Too slim, who's in our bullpen tonight? Well, that's a good metaphor, Ranger Duck. Our sagebrush sports celebrity tonight is a, a fireballing right-hander with the Cincinnati Reds. He's a, a quiet reserve feller. The, the stopper for the Reds pitching staff, he pretty much does his job and leaves the controversy to others. Folks, we're proud to welcome to our show the great Rob Dibble. Well, thank you very much. All right. How you doing, Cincinnati? Well, I understand you're a guitar picker on the side. I just picked it up a couple of uh, weeks ago, actually. Gave up the drums and took up the guitar. Boy, yeah. I bet your neighbors are grateful. <laughs> <laughs> good to have you here. Thank you. It's good to be here. Bet we this is the first cowboy radio show you ever acted on. I, I think it is. Yes. <laughs> Might be my last. <laughs> Hopefully I won't screw up. Well, great. We used to see you play down in Nashville, Rob, when you were with the Sounds down there. Yeah, 87 and 88. Yep. The glory years. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of happy days down there. A lot of hot days down there. Oh, yeah. That's right. Like that good country and western music, do you? Oh, yeah. You know those speakers out in center field. They used to blast it full blast during batting <laughs> practice. Yeah. So uh, I, I got my fill of uh, country music while I was there. <laughs> Believe me, I know the feeling. Well, <laughs> I guess. You live there, you know. What's that? Nothing. Don't you have something in your script there, Slim? Oh, yes. I thought so. We're just going to tear on recklessly into the script here? Yes. I... I guess to be successful in baseball, it pretty much has to be your whole life, right, Rob? Not at all, Too Slim. I have plenty of time in the offseason to do my other work. Your other work? Yeah. I'm a sensitivity therapist. Really? How about it? A sensitivity therapist. I would never have guessed. Yeah, it's a lot like relief pitching. Really? I would never have guessed. Yeah, I do consulting work. When a group needs some help in employee sensitivity, they signal the bullpen, and I go in and clean up the mess. Well, I'm I never would have guessed. Well, <laughs> you think you know a guy, you know? What's your specialty, Rob? Well, it's pretty complicated. In layman's terms, it's called the squeaky wheel syndrome. Hmm. The squeaky wheel syndrome. Huh. Yeah, you know, that 10% of any group that's chronic complainers, the woeful whiners, the squeaky wheel. Oh, that's about 33% in our group, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Rob, how do you deal with them? Private counseling? Past life regression, diet therapy? No, it's easier just to show you. Is there a squeaky wheel around here? <laughs> well, that's easy, Woody. <laughs> yeah, that's Woody, all right. <laughs> yeah, no, no, there's squeaky soap. <laughs> how would you deal with him? Okay, here's how I deal with him. I roll him up into a ball. Hey, wait a minute. Whoa, look wait at that. Whoa. <laughs> Take a big wind-up and pitch him out the nearest window. Wow. <laughs> wow. Man. Nice throw, Rob. The speed gun had Woody leaving here just shy of 90 miles an hour. Man. Thanks, Ranger Doug. Any other squeaky wheels around here? Uh, no. No, 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 sir. No. I just go with the program. <laughs> then I guess my work is finished here. I've got to be on my way. 
Well, come back anytime, Rob. We hope you have a great season. Folks, a big hand for relief pitcher and sensitivity trainer, Rob Ghetto! Not such a squeaky wheel. Hey, oh, just because I got opinions and somebody has to straighten you guys, straighten you guys out every now and then, just because I know the best way to do stuff and Woody, in, Woody, in, quit while you're ahead. This is ahead? No, but this is just ahead. More hilarious hijinks. But first, Riders Radio Theater is a Mammoth Radio Pictures production in association with WVXU. This program is being taped live at the Emory Theater in the Queen. City of the West, Cincinnati, Ohio. Stay with us, Saddle Pals. We'll be right back. We continue now with the National Big Band Polka Countdown survey song number nine. And the angels sing. Into Riders Radio Theater. <laughs> and now, Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Wave. Tonight, episode five of the exciting Western melodrama, The Lost Suburb of Gold. As faithful listeners will no doubt recall, Riders in the Sky have agreed to help Tumbleweed Valley's superb school teacher, Miss Marm, find a legendary treasure called the Lost Suburb of Gold. Her late father, Senator Marm, came very close to finding it, but unfortunately, he passed away before he did. For 22 years, dust gathered on the legend of the ancient suburb. Then Miss Marm found a unique clue that led Riders in the Sky to the Richard M. Nixon Presidential Library in Yorba Linda, California. Meanwhile, Slocum, the Prince of Villains, and his evil doofus, Charlie, reunited in Spain, where Slocum forged a Spanish land grant from the reign of Philip the Superfluous, which gave Slocum's great-great, lots more great-great-grandfather, ownership of what is now Tumbleweed Valley. Then, in our last episode, the troops from Fort Wiley finally emerged from two years of being lost in the bowels of Wolverton Mountain, only to learn that as part of the new administration's plan to reduce the deficit, Fort Wiley had been transferred to the Navy and is now Port Wiley. And now, episode five, entitled, for no good reason, Any Pork Barrel in a Storm. The sun is beginning to sink in the western sky as riders in the sky turn off Melody Highway and guide their trail-weary mounts up the trail to their home on the range, the famed old Harmony Ranch. Oh, oh there, oh, oh, there, Argyle. Oh, wait a minute. Let's take care of the horses, and then we'll call Miss Marm. Yeah, we sure have some incredible things to tell her. Oh, we sure do. Say, let's invite her over for dinner. You know, that's a great idea, side meat. Quickly, the riders care for their trusty steeds, and then gather around the kitchen phone as Ranger Doug calls Miss Marm. Miss Marm's running gun prune ranch. Miss Marm speaking. Good evening, Miss Marm. This is Ranger Doug, idol of American youth. Oh, I'm so glad to hear from you. Well, we're back. And we have some important news to tell you about the lost suburb of gold. That's wonderful. Are you free for dinner tonight? Why, yes, I am. Great. We'll tell you all about it over dinner. Could you be over here, say, by 7? You mean there? 
have dinner there? Well, yes. Side Meat's gonna cook us up a special dinner. Oh, oh my. I, th I think he's planning a menu of his famous tar pit beans, boulder biscuits, and some sawmill coffee. Oh, no. No. Oh, no. Uh, uh, I mean, that, that is, uh, I have a wonderful idea. Let's eat over here. I'll fix you all a good home-cooked meal. Well, uh, can you hold on a second? Sure. Boys, Miss Marm just invited us over to come over to her house for dinner. Uh, uh, did you tell her uh, I was planning to fix dinner? Yes, but she had the wonderful idea that we all come over to her house for a good home-cooked meal. A good home-cooked meal. Wait a minute. What's all the fuss about? I fix you home-cooked meals all the time. Yeah, but Side, she's offering us a good home-cooked meal. Yeah, why, you... Uh... Miss Marm. Yes? Oh, we gratefully accept your kind invitation. Thank heavens. I'll see you all at 7 o'clock then. Goodbye. Goodbye. Holy cow. We're going to Miss Marm's for dinner. First dibs on the tub. Oh, women. <laughs> While the riders go about cleaning themselves up and getting ready for their dinner date with Miss Marm, in Tumbleweed City, Mayor Cash Arbitrage and the town council are meeting to discuss some very important business. <laughs> Let's see, gentlemen. The next order of business is to vote on an appropriation of $50,000 for all of us to attend the National Conference on City and County Fiscal Responsibility. <laughs> Well, it's going to be at the Royal Hilton in Hawaii. All those in favor? No, the motion is carried. Now, uh, before we get to our featured speaker, we have two very important items left on the agenda. <clears throat> Fellow citizens, the future of this community depends upon continuing to attract the best and the brightest to public service. And, of course, keep them interested in their jobs. You do agree with me on this point, don't you? <coughs> I'm not looking for yes-men here. Oh, no, that's certainly not. Good. Uh, now, item one is a salary increase for yours truly, me, the mayor, in order to keep up my interest in public service. I need a $10,000 a year raise. Well, of course, each member of the council needs to maintain their interest. So item number two is a $3,000 raise for each of you. All right, 5,000 for each of you. Good, so we're all in favor. I'm not looking for yes men here. Oh, no. In that case, all in favor? Ah. The motion is carried. My compliments, Council. You've done great work here today. Now, if there is no further business before this august body, we'll now hear from our esteemed guest speaker, an acknowledged expert on sensitivity in the workplace. Oh. <laughs> now, now, I'm assured he is not a man to waste pitches or words. Therefore, it should be mercifully brief. Afterwards, we'll adjourn to Opal's Tap Room, where, if I'm not mistaken, it is happy hour and... Oh, excuse me, Mayor Arbitrage. I got some business before this august body. <laughs> what, what is this? Who said that? Me. I sure drive all over here. Uh, yes, I, I didn't see you there behind the peanut butter sandwich. Well, I'm on my supper break there, so. Well, um, of course you are. Yeah. All right, hi, Sheriff. Well, what is your business before this august body? Well, sir, I, I want to raise two. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> Man can't live off of two dollars a week. <laughs> well, why on earth should we care about that? Because that's all you're paying me, and I want a raise. Well, I Everybody else is getting a raise, I want one too. Drywall, drywall, drywall. Wood, wood, wood. 
This county can't afford to raise salaries on a whim. Just because somebody needs the money, why, what kind of way is that to run a business? Well, what about attracting the, the best and the brightest? Well, what about it? Oh, oh I see what you mean. <laughs> Well, now that that's settled, let's move on to our guest speaker. It ain't settled. It is too, you blockhead. Now, let's please welcome... It ain't settled. It's too, you dunderheaded idiot. As I was saying, welcome sensitivity expert... uh, Quiet. Please welcome sensitivity expert, Mr. Rob Dibble. Here, here. Thank you, Mr. Mayor, council members, and dunderheaded idiots. I ain't leaving till I get a raise. I told you to be quiet. In this day and age, special attention must be paid to the correct response to people's needs. It's not enough just to say no, or that's your problem, buddy. My problem is I want a raise. You can't have a raise. (laughs) A more sensitive, correct response would be to explain why you're saying no. Well, we told this dunderheaded idiot that, and it didn't do any good. Of course, there's always that 10%, the chronic complainers, the woeful whiners, and the squeaky wheels. Like him. I wouldn't be a squeaky wheel if I had a raise to all my motivator with. This 10% calls for a unique approach. I call it the Dibble Decimator. It's a little difficult to describe, but perhaps I could demonstrate it. Oh, please do, and use him. Right, wait, wait a minute, Hobbs. First, you slowly, menacingly, advance on the squeaky wheel. Hey, what's going on here? Hey. What? Then you grab him up and crumple him into a little ball. Then you go into a wind-up. And you look for an open window. Oh, I'll open one. Oh, 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 it's stuck. Oh, never mind. And let go. Excellent work, Mr. Dibble. He's still bouncing. <laughs> I can't tell you how much we truly enjoyed it. You really liked it? Yes, yes, we did. I'm not looking for yes men here. No, no, no. Good. Well, I'll take my check and be going now. Well, fine. It's in the mail. First, I slowly, menacingly advance. Wait, wait, wait. Here it is, right here. I guess I somehow forgot to mail it. Here you go, sir. Thanks. Uh, Please, uh, come and join us at Opal's Tap Room. We're going there for happy hour. No, thanks. I've got to get to my next job. A little sensitivity session down at Riverfront Stadium. Well, good luck, and thanks again, right, Council? Yes, yes, indeed. So long. Well, I hereby adjourn this Council meeting. While Tumbleweed Valley's Power Elite head for Opal's Tap Room to celebrate their dedication to public service, at the Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport, a flight from Spain is just touching down. On board are two familiar sleazy villains who are intent on making some changes in Tumbleweed Valley's political establishment. Permanent changes. <laughs> right. Will High Sheriff Drywall ever get a raise? What will happen when Riders in the Sky have dinner at Miss Marm? And what will happen when Slocum finds out he has a two-hour layover in Dallas? Well, you won't find the answers to these questions on The Young and the Restless, but you will find them right here, same time, same station, next week in Episode 6 of The Lost Suburb of Gold, entitled Slocum Does Dallas. It's scintillating, innervating, escalating melodrama you won't want to miss, and it's coming only to this, Theater of the Mind. Yes. Now, here again, our riders in the sky, enjoy the Calpoca King. Thank you, thank you.
Thank you. Thank you, Rob. That was great. Well, let's do a, a beautiful, kind of a sad song called Early Autumn. Just a cowboy riding home in early autumn with a heavy Okay, ladies and gentlemen, tune in same time, same station next week for another thrilling episode of Riders Radio Theater. We're going to haul on out of here with Take Me Out to the Ball Game. All right, let's get Rob out here. Another big thanks to our special guest star, Rob Dibble. Me out to the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. Bye. 
This is the VXU Radio Network.